Oh, oh, you found us. We're here at the Custom Scene, the podcast. I know some of y'all are asking yourselves, what in the hell is the Custom Scene, the podcast? Pretty simple. All we talk about is anything and everything custom in the automotive industry. From cars, from trucks, vans, buses, you name it. If it can be customized, we're going to talk about it. And I'm telling you, navigating this crazy train wreck will be myself and my wife. And together, we're going to share all the fun times and the great stories that we have interacting with the people and the places in this scene. So just prepare yourselves. Get ready, buckle up, strap in, because this shit's about to get real. shame they don't see your face that you make when you do it. When I say the, the numbers? Yeah, in your eyes bulge out your head. <laughs> so what we got going on this week? We've had a crazy week preparing for Boo Boo's birthday. Yeah, yeah. We got the pool running, so whoop whoop, yes, finally. that has been fun. Yes. yes, my bank account is screaming, but at least we can go swim now. Yes. Um, getting Emma ready for her birthday. I did, um, buy the new Barbie dream house so we don't have to fix up the shitey $30 one that I found on market share. <laughs> <laughs> um. Which me and Gavin put together two nights, so that was good. I posted that up. Whoop, whoop. Um, I did want to surprise her, so she's in this unicorn phase. Wanted to surprise her with going to this unicorn farm that I've heard rave reviews about. And I drive in with, you know, pretty high expectations, right? And I swear, it was the most ghetto shit I have ever seen <laughs> in my life. I mean, all the toys and stuff in the kids' play area was like from the 1950s. It was like some random offset with like two raggedy... Horse. Rocking horses. That rocking horse picture you sent me was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, there's that. And it stunk. What you can't get, it, it was stinky. It was supposed to be like a petting zoo. They said they had multiple unicorns there. Um, There were two. One was a donkey. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was a friggin' donkey. Um... The other one was like albino, you know, like the albino rats, how they're just kind of weird. Yeah, red eyes. Yeah, are so blue. it was the horse version of that that was the unicorn that was there. Um, we got to hold, they had baby chicks and baby bunnies. Um, Emma got to hold one and it got a little squirmy, so I put it up and then she picked another one. And it must have been blind. I know, like, when dogs go blind, they get like that film or. Like the blue. Anyway, this poor little bunny fucked up. <laughs> Emma takes one look at that. She's like, Mm-mm, nope. Oh, I'm done. I'm done. Put it up. I'm, I'm done. Put it up. So she was over that and she just wanted to go on this. I mean, the seesaw was raggedy. Please tell me it was like a, mm-hmm. a, a two by two by eight. With they were homemade. With, with, yeah. With a cinder block. With, no, 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 no. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, they didn't have the cinder block, but they did have the tires up underneath of it that you bounce on. Yeah, no shit. Um, and I, I swear, <laughs> and I swear it looked like, you know, um, is it Amish furniture or something when they do like the wood pegs instead of like screws and stuff? Yeah, but that's like, Amish, I don't know. Amish I mean, like, like it was, some, like it was just really like good. some weird stuff. Okay. <laughs> like just weird. That, it had the 19, I don't know. What is that? The 50s, 60s? The big slides, it's nothing but like aluminum that burns your ass off when you get it. <laughs> and the thing was like seven foot tall. Like it had a makeshift ladder that they built themselves in between two trees. And Emma wanted to go on it. And I was like, no, honey, you you don't want to go on Like it may you, look fun. You're supposed to take that burlap sack with mm, you. <laughs> I couldn't find it. So that was an experience. But the smell, just the smell smell of it i mean i know it's a farm i get it and like i used to live next to farms but damn your unicorn was a science experiment (laughs) i mean everything was in like a four by four kennel and there's shit all over it it just it was it's where dreams go to die and i was like we got to get out of here before she she hates unicorns. Like it's gonna taint her her memory of all things magical. So we had to get on out of there pretty quick. Um, but it was an experience. She loved it. So that's all that matters. She thought it was magical. Can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. She's happy. Yeah, I'm going for mother of the year. Whoop whoop. <laughs> two for two. <laughs> so I, I I had an old man moment. Coming home, coming home from work. Just today. Yeah, well, the, <laughs> today's, you know, version of the old man moment. Uh-huh. So I've decided I've become that old man that, and it had to take me back. From, okay, so remember when you had the Honda, then uh-huh. you have a little bit of bass in it or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I had a lot of bass. Okay, so uh-huh. what, what was your, your to-go song? Like you, your, now it had to be a bass song, uh-huh. like that really a bass song that really rocked you? Uh, you know the one that I really liked? Um, oh, God. I'm going to have to sing on a podcast because I don't remember the name of the song, but it was... You're, you're not Is gonna it be Trina? Pre- no. I mean, I listen to a lot of Trina, but no. Um, now, who they want? X, X, X. I don't know. Was I it DMX? No, no, no. It wasn't DMX. It was... Uh, um... Is it Lil Flip? Game over? Yeah, it's game over Lil Flip. But I you think hear that him saying flip, flip, flip. Maybe that was it, not X. Yeah. See, my mind's warped. I'm old too. Oh, Shut your ass up. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Did that, that have bass? Was, okay. So it really did. Did you have any uh, okay, well I I'll get to this. So that was that was mm-hmm. so what I'm I'm sitting there and I'm at the light and I hear I hear a little bit of rumble, so I'm thinking, okay, someone's got some bass. Mm-hmm. But then he I had the window down, he rolls up, and I, you know, I hear just the, the fucking shit and you know, bitches ass and all that. Mm-hmm. And I and I got that moment, I was like, the hell? Like I, I'm sure some I'm thinking if I had Emma in the car, you know, she would have heard all the cursing and, and, and all that. And I kinda had that old man dad moment. But then I, I had to flash back for a moment because I'm thinking all I fucking rocked back then was like two live crew, and I'm sitting there. I'm thinking, like, my God, I was that kid sitting there, you know, with the and and, and 
made me fucking just giggle because all I can think of is I'm singing at the top of my lungs when I'm in the Mazda, singing to Life Crew, and you know, you can lick my ass up and down, lick it to your tongue, turn doo-doo brown, don't be slick, and give me a kiss, come on, baby, we can do this, and you know, it goes, doo-doo, fuck me, come on, babe, I'm dying, I'm thinking, I, all I do is picture, you know, younger Glenn singing this shit, I'm like, I'm sure I pissed off a lot of fucking parents yeah. with, with that, thinking about all of the, the, the dirty songs, and the, mm-hmm. And I, I had I had that old man epiphany. Like you have that a lot, though. You do that uh, a lot. We bitch about the young kids' music a lot, and then you're like, "Well, I guess I can't say nothing." And then you always look at me and throw me under the bus because I was like, "Trina, five or four boys." How that one song I was singing, and you were like, "What are you singing?" You completely blew my moment the other night. Anyway, but yeah, yeah, I really can't bitch because I don't know how Talia got away as good as she did. Yeah, she... And at my age, it was whoop, whoop, pull over that ass too fat. Whoop, whoop, like I was at the concert. <laughs> well, and, and see, that it, that brought me back to, um, so we went to Jacksonville, Florida, to this little small, I can't remember who it was that got us the tickets for Two Live Crew, but we were like, we were going to go see Two Live Crew, because I was like, is it just Uncle Luke, or is it Two Live Crew? Mm-hmm. Two live crew. So I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be cool because, and I don't know if anyone's listening, if you still, I, I don't know if you still have it, but I had a tape deck, a cassette player when it first, when Luke first came out, he was Luke Skywalker. And mm-hmm. he had a song that was called Miami. And like, start off, Miami. Good luck. I tried to find that, this for you. That is for like, years. So that, I was looking forward to like hearing that, and it was kind of the beginning. Mm. So I remember we pulled up to this place, and it looked something like the movie Porky's, like it was a, a shack sitting kind of on the water, kind of a little bit. Like you, you had to go over this little bridge to get into the parking lot. Like so, you can easily like throw up this drawbridge, and we're all locked in this place. Like we're not getting out. So I'm already mm. kind of sketchy. Like what the mm. fuck, you know, we're here. So. We go in, and it's it's like an all like black club. So I'm like, all right, I think we're good. I'm thinking we're all right, but then when you, I see you thought you I, were good, I thought in it was good. Yeah, no, I thought it was good because you know, because <laughs> you know my okay. my Carlton ass, you know, I'm yeah, kind of, yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm still that was my time. So I had my white blood uh, body glove shirt on, um, those paper shorts, you know. So I still was. My coral reef necklace, so I was still kind of. I figured I the was the many beat. faces of Glenn. Oh the, god, the, the beat. So we're 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 there, and um, they weren't carding anybody, so we're getting drinks, we're drinking, waiting for them to come out. So they come out, and it it just fucked my mind up because they're out and they're singing their shit, but they've got these women out there on the stage and I mean they're damn near butt ass naked and they're mm-hmm. dancing and I mean they're like touching genitals and doing all types of shit and titties out and you know we're just like like yeah this is the best singing the songs and stuff like that but I'm sitting in the back of my mind I'm thinking if I was at any time was about to get syphilis this is where I'm gonna get it <laughs> I mean, if only I was if, blacker yeah, I mean I was right there <laughs> it was, mm-hmm. but I went to an all-black club one time. 
while well, I was supposedly all black and my white ass went in. Me and two friends um, for my birthday. They were having, like, you know, every month how they have, like, the Libra special. Uh, right. they're, they're coming out for your birthday. And I was like, I'm going to do this. So it was in Fairmont where my college was. So me and a couple of my friends went out because a friend that I went to school with was actually performing there. He was white, too. Um, he was rapping. So anyway, they had him over. It, and it was it was an experience, but it was the most fun I have ever had. Like, I think they're my people. <laughs> I don't care what you say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We I had to have the guys escort me to the car, mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah, I mean it was in the ghetto. Oh God, it was it was in a really bad neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. And see, that was we. I, and to this day, I still can't find where the hell we were in Jacksonville. I, all I remember is we passed a Coca-Cola plant. Cause I was like, oh, look, there's Coca-Cola. And as we kept going, it went from, like, street to, like, it seemed like dirt. What and, kind of titties did you see that you had to try to find your way back? Hey, look, I, it, I mean, to this day, you know, I'm like, of all the shit, like, we drive around, you know, it, it was like this mystical black club that just appeared and, it was Luke if, and Titties. If your Aunt Debbie hears this, she's going to find it for you to right. find you your black that's, wife. That's right. You see? You don't need it now. But, it, but that just, it goes. So in in my epiphany of just thinking about the different songs besides the two live and getting into, you know, like the bass songs where it was like the DJ Magic Mike, um, DJ Clue, you know, all the different, like it was, genre of bass songs and that's where i wanted to find or ask people to start pop you know putting up their favorite ones on the podcast on on the on our group page i'm I'm gonna put up my favorite because i like power supply was my favorite right behind dj dj magic mike i loved and he had different ones and were great but power supply had this thing from, from the beginning. You so nasty. Uh, you, you, just, you just so nasty. <laughs> so, um, you lost 10 listeners. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> of all the things we talk about, they out on that. They the can't burp. take it. Um, so, Power Supply had the thing where they did the, um, the different levels of bass. Mm-hmm. Telling you about it. But my favorite shit was, it started off, this monotone voice, and it was like, you know, the the creators at at Bassologist came up with something B A S L, you know, bass something, and it was just like monotone, like he was serious, like he sounded like a scientist, and then you hear like this, like like someone took the mic, and it's like this guy comes on, listen up, motherfucker, what the man is trying to say is we would not be responsible for no busting up whoopers, we would not be responsible for no mm-hmm. busting up tweeters, and we will not be responsible for your motherfucking ass going deaf. So consider this a warning, motherfucker. I lost my shit with that. I thought that was so. Then again, I'm playing that just as loud as can be. See, I missed all that. <sighs> I missed all that. Yeah. yeah. See that one song. I don't know why I liked it so much, but I remember that being one that I played a lot in the Honda. But hell, I would go down with George Jones blaring too, like White Lightning. I swear to God, my daddy was so proud. I don't care what you say. 
I remember I would come down the driveway when I was pregnant, when I was allowed back in the house. <laughs> when I would come down, and he would yell at me, because I guess I would shake the, the windows in the house when mm-hmm. I would start to come down the driveway. And he's like, you're going to mess up that baby. You don't stop it. <laughs> like, Daddy, she's fine. She'll be fine. <laughs> Who is right now? Yeah. <laughs> I remember, so when I had the 812 in the Mazda, I would love to go fuck with Denise and go to her drive through and fucking just oh. shake and rock shit and to see her stick her head out of the drive through window. Glenna! <laughs> And hear the screech over all the bass. <laughs> I think we need to get a snippet of her screaming at you. Because the people just don't know unless no. they know. They have got to hear it from her how she screams at you because it's like a, a whole We will I, we're I gonna have so when she comes to up, hopefully when she comes up for, for Boo Boo's birthday, we will have to have her on the podcast. We're going to have to, because she can just spill all the tea on you growing up and all your crazy stuff. (laughs) She's so funny. One of my friends, Brandon, my my favorite shit of of all the stories that I had about him was how Ashley Phosphate was when you would come over the interstate, come down, that Taco Bell would be on the left. And we were together, and I remember I was on the phone with Mom, and that was when they were doing the Star Wars, you know, thing. And so they had this big-ass Chewbacca in the window. Mm. And he didn't know that I was on the phone with Mom. And he's like, Glenn, look, look. I see your mama in the window. Oh, <laughs> right? <laughs> she was no. like, you tell Aaron I heard that I'm going to beat his little ass when I see. Y'all come over here right now. Well, we were coming to eat. Good. Tell him I'm going to get his ass. And he was like, don't take me over there. Come on now. Don't take me over there. <laughs> I don't want to go over there. <laughs> I can see it. Yeah, that shit was hilarious. But just, I, you know, the going back to the bass songs and, and trying to pull up, besides my other ones that kind of had that Latin feel to it that yeah. I would play for you that were mm-hmm. good. But I, I I just had that moment thinking about the bass songs and, and Power Supply and then, you know, starting off obviously with Two Live and... and Thinking about, you know, then you got into uh, NWA and all of the West Coast stuff, and just they had that base, but you know, everyone's more into the lyrics and shit like that. But I'm telling you, I played it for you. Like all of that shit that they have, and even on the Chronic, he's got one base, you know, song that you you play. Because remember, it starts off, um, you should play this. Um, in a residential area, mm-hmm. high volume, you know, and, and it does. But that Natural Born Killers is the song for me besides Mega Bass and just the lyrics. Like Ice Cube and Dr. Dre, just them two, but Ice Cube as a, what do you call it, lyricist himself. Just just the word, I love that I played loud. So I'm pretty sure either they thought that I was just a, a uh, nasty pervert or serial killer. One of the two driving through the neighborhood of playing because those are the main ones. Unless I got, you know, it, then I, if I was in the mood, then it'd be something lovey, you know, then I'd be all key sweater, you know, some shit like that. 
have a hard time picturing smooth bliss. I never. I don't think I ever got that. So, yeah, no, Mm-mm. no, because me and you, we started off like this, where we just fucked around too much. Like I don't know that there was a serenade, so to speak. <laughs> I think we skipped that. We skipped the ser- I think we did. I didn't. I didn't get the romance. Tell him to do better. Just check on him. I mean, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're ready for the smooth play. I mean, yeah. I've been in for eight years now, so I mean, it, it, like, might, it might I don't shock know. You I don't know that you can pull out a whole lot that's, that's really going to make me step away. From this, but if I run and I ain't on next week, you know he done tried. (laughs) It's just me on the cover. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Big X. Right. (laughs) Or have it really like you fell off the top of the back. That's right. Yeah. Or ran over. You just see my feet under the car. (laughs) Yeah. It was. It was just having that epiphany about it, and I'm thinking about all of that. Those times. You know, the 80s and 90s. Or even like, um, and I think, I want to say his name is Dino, but I don't think that's the one, but Summer Girls. Like, that was that was another one, because he had the, the funky, um, I don't know, when you would change your voice with the, the keyboard or whatever, and you hear like, Summer Girls type of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that, that. But shit. I'm hearing it at a time, like, I'm hearing it now through you. That wasn't anything I grew up on. So I think I lose a lot of the experience that you had when it's first coming out and being revolutionary because I'm hearing it now, not when it first came out. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not saying I don't like it. No, it's no, just, no. Cause that, like, you know, it's different. I'm trying to think that was, I think that Summer Girls was like 90s. Again, Little House on the Prairie. How <laughs> was it? My oh, mom, listen, I had God. MC Hammer, okay, on a tape. And my mother told me it was the devil and ripped that shit up and threw it away. <laughs> Don't think. <laughs> I about, listen, when we got, what was it, Columbia House, when you could order the CDs, oh like, whatever, 5000 for like 10 bucks or whatever. So anyway, I snuck in and I remember I got corn and I had Coolio. <laughs> And my mom, she's like, I don't know what you're doing. Are you on drugs or trying to kill yourself? Was it drugs, she, corn, or Coolio? <laughs> she did not specify, but she was very concerned with my mental health when I was young. <laughs> See, that I, I know that I'm, I'm not the only one that had that Columbia House shit for the penny that you had, and you had like mm-hmm. twenty motherfuckers living in that house because you would just change mm-hmm. names and shit in order. That is how I pretty much got ninety percent of my damn collection. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for Columbia House to knock on the front door to my hey, come on now, when you go pay us. <laughs> I don't know how they made any money. Money, oh man, mm-hmm. it was when mom, when my mom was just like, "Who the hell is this? And what is this? In the- oh no, that's mine. That's mine." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was the first and last time that I ever got a pick on that. You know, mom's going through her, like, Patsy Cline, Dolly Parton. <laughs> Who the 
hell is corn? <laughs> then she would hear it, and she's like, you're worshiping the devil. Yeah, it was like that. I mean, it's a whole thing. My mom's just a whole thing. God bless her. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> That's a whole nother podcast. But yeah. <laughs> Laugh my ass off thinking about it. Yeah, so that was my my epiphany, just thinking about music-wise and, and all your bass. You know, because a lot of times I listen to Pandora, obviously, and my bass channel brings up a lot of a lot, of, a nice lot of monster cat now. Not a lot of rap that you listen to, unless you're really in a mood like. Yeah, well, the monster cat has, but like the, I find I have that DJ Magic Mike channel and that plays all those. Okay, yeah, that, that's the one that you always play when I'm in the car. The DJ Magic. If Mike I go one. to play something and then you take over my radio and and that's usually the station you would put on. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that's yeah. the shit. Yeah, right. As Glenn would say. Uh, so, um, later on, we we touch bases with Dizzy just to talk about um, Down for Dennis. Heard it was a badass show. You know, the power couple pulled out a, a really good damn show. Um, yeah, obviously, we missed it. Still angry. But, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we, I'll get over it, figure it out. Um, talked to Dizzy a little bit about the show coming up. Um, after that, we've got Jonathan, Mr. Hawkins, talking about Slamfest. That is exciting, you know, in itself. 30, year, 30 years to be running a show. Like, that's a long time. That's a long time. Yeah, which is pretty damn cool. So I guess that's how long it takes for them to do, you know, the cool-ass shit that they're giving away. Who knows? You don't have that long, Glenn. You better get your shit together. <laughs> Tell you. But fighting <laughs> venues, that, that that's the problem. Um, having a long discussion with my the, my dream venue, uh, mm-hmm. which I didn't even tell you about. Um, I, Should I you? I don't, even, no, I don't know if it's going to happen. I'll have to tell you after we yeah. get off the thing. Cause it's we'll it's crazy. So which one, forgive me, again, I'm a girl. Which one was the one at the water park? That is the Sparks. That's that, this weekend. That Dizzy. That's Dizzy. That's Dizzy. So Dizzy, I'm going to give you a gift. Since you have yours at a water park, I've got a story. Oh. Which one do you want to tell him? Your, your face the slide? The, the face beating. Or do you, do you want the one with Nikki? The... Or both? I think they'll laugh at both. We should probably just give it to him. They're short yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah, you can give it to him. Do you want to do the honors? Because you do a, a great impression of me that I don't know that I could recreate if well, I needed to. The slide, you have to. I do that visually. I mean, okay, I can... so the slide. We're going to. Okay, so paint the picture. Glenn and I are together less than six months. It was yeah, pretty was, early on. That was right by the compound. Right by your apartment. Mm-hmm. So he is going to be nice. He's going to take me and my niece and nephew are down and my daughter <clears throat> to this water park. That's right around the corner. So, okay. So we go. They have the big, like the carnival slide almost, but with water where it has all the little bumps. Anyway. Normally at, at a carnival, you would get that burlap like sack, sack or mm-hmm. something and you would ride down and kind of, you know, does the snake up and down, up and down till you get down to the bottom. Yeah. 
So anyway, that like 100 foot tall monster that I'm on. So I go up with the kids. For some reason, my fat cow ass self couldn't even get launched. All the kids are already at the bottom and I'm having trouble just out the chute. I guess I'm not laying, I'm not pushing off far enough or something. So after like three beach whale attempts, I finally get going. Well, I guess I was pushing down too hard in the front because the whole way down, all the water is just splashing right back up in my face. I'm getting like full facial the entire way down. I can't breathe. I mean, like, I have to look mortified. I look like I got beat half to death with a wet towel by the time I make it to the bottom of this. And Glenn can hardly breathe. And I'm like, of all things in life, like, this is the impression I'm making when we meet so, the first few months. <laughs> so so I, I have to... And I might have to do a video of it and, and put it on the podcast <laughs> for you to see. But is the fact that she's coming down now, she's coming down pretty fast. So that well, yeah. is, that is alone. <laughs> so her facial, her face features is like, you know, her eyes are bug-eyed. Her face is like, you know, like like a huge, like not really a smile, but it's just like if you grinned, you didn't grin, but everything's wide open. And I mean, it's just... <laughs> Just smacking in, in her my face mouth and, and, and everything, and all you see is just like her face is like, uh, 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 you know, it's like she's getting punched. And, and I'm, oh my god, I'm just watching, and, and there was there was no nothing, nothing sexy, nothing. nothing new. It was like we were still in the beginning of the relationship, so it was just you're still trying to be a little sexy and kind of dainty, but it was just coming down. <laughs> <laughs> So me, bad. Me and the kids are at the bottom fucking dying. Point. You, you just can't recover from that. You just can't. <laughs> so yes, that, that that was the first water park thing. So then a uh, few years later, we actually go to the wilderness and we take all the kids. And so Rochelle is now on and I don't know what the what the attraction was called. Maybe the wall. Anyway, you go down, and then you're on this, like, two-person raft, and it drops you down real fast, and then you go, like, straight up, and then it's supposed to slide back down. I'm not sure what it's called. Maybe the wall? That sounds right. I could be wrong. But anyway, so I decide to go on with Nikki, his daughter. (sighs) So, who was... The, the lady next to us ended up being somebody. That was my manager at the nursing home I was working at. Yeah. We didn't realize that I at the time. I did not know that at the time. Yeah. So, we're, again, um, <laughs> I we're I always embarrass myself in front of management. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> so, I'm kind of laying back on the lounge, the lounge chair, lounger, just kind of looking. And you know how when your significant other and, and the kid is up on the thing and they're waving and you're waving <laughs> back. And I'm like, okay, no problem. Well, it was their turn next. So I leaned over to just grab something to drink so I can turn back and watch them. And all I heard was this. And she came down. <laughs> she, get your oh, shit together. Okay. You got to get it right. I got to do it right. <laughs> <laughs> how she did. Okay. So I, all I heard was like, it, it, and it was kind of deep, but not really. But when she, it was when she came down and hit that, I guess, that steepness. All it you was heard, going up. Was it the up? Because one? I was afraid my ass wasn't going to stop. I said, oh my God, I'm so big. We just going to plummel right over the edge. I didn't think we were going to stop. Oh, you heard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just got louder as I got 
like, I was trying not to make any noise. Yes. <laughs> I was trying to hold my fear inside. <laughs> it didn't work. So I'm looking up. I'm looking around and looking up like, where the fuck did that come from? Because <laughs> I know that could have been my woman. Because it was just the noise. And sure enough, yes, it was my woman. So her and, her and Nikki get off the ride and they're coming walking back. And she just has this look. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> I didn't think that it was that loud. Oh, that shit I was really, so... I was trying to hold it in. Oh, it was so, so bad. Just, I don't even know what you were like. Like a, you, you, you said like, louder. yeah, like, yo, yeah, we about to die. Or just, yeah. <laughs> I don't really know. Uh, so, yeah, that that was, hmm. yeah, I forgot about that. that. Yeah, yeah. I figured we might as well give give Dizzy that one. Yeah. There'll yeah. be a meme for that one. I'm sure. sure. Good time. Good time. <laughs> Us and water don't really mix well. No. No. You, no. you want me to tell you the fit? You, I, you know, I, so with yours, I'm going to have to tell one of mine with the whole fishing story. Do I, do I need to... <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. All right. So, you know, growing up, my father had a boat in the Navy. Been around water. I have my sea legs. Uh, it's he said. Uh, being, he said being around water is not a big deal. You know, my we've father, been on, we've yeah. been on boats. So her father, um, myself, her, we went on this fishing boat to go fishing. I don't know what the what happened. I, I don't I don't know, but that damn thing started rocking. He was seasick, and I an got MFR. seasick like hell. So I go down below to go into the bathroom. You know, now this bathroom is. If you take a porta potty and cut it in half, so it wasn't that, that bad. shit was small. It was small, but it, it, I don't think it was smaller than a porta potty. Okay, so I'm in there and the boat is still rocking. Now it's not like I'm on, I'm sitting on the toilet because I got to take a deuce. So it's not like I'm sitting the on there with shits. Yeah, you know. So my, I mean, I'm mad bubble guts. Like it's like Hershey squirts to hell. So I'm, it's not like the seat has a seat belt. So as that shit is moving, <laughs> my ass is sliding back and forth on, on, on the damn seat. So I'm, I'm trying to hold myself. So I don't even know if you can picture this, but it's basically, I'm sitting on the toilet, but I've got my legs spread and my arms spread like I'm Spider-Man trying to climb the wall on, on both sides, trying to still take a dump. So then it, it finally, I got done. I don't know how, but then it, it calmed down. So then I'm trying to do my business, wipe myself and, and get, but my, it was so small, my arms couldn't even get around to do that. So I had to like open up the door and kind of hang half an <laughs> ass out as I'm trying to wipe ass. And I'm to the point to where it's like, fuck, you know, I, I don't care who sees me because right now I'm trying to wipe my ass. Now I'm not going to lie. As I'm doing that, some of the paper, I don't even know did hit the toilet or not. I know some hit the wall. Because we were all joking saying I should have signed it because of the way I left some, you know, shitty toilet paper on the wall. So finally, I I, I got out, but it's like I just kind of fell out. So in front of the in front of the, the door is a, like the, a long seat, kind of like a like pew. A bench. Yeah. yeah, like a bench or a pew. So all I did was just fall stomach face first onto that bench and just lay there. Understand that my, my pants are still kind of half, not all the way down to my knees. But ass is showing, you know, and I'm just kind of laying there. And I just remember Rochelle walking up. Um, hun, you okay? 
I was up there fishing, having a damn good time. And I was like, Glenn's been gone a minute. And I walked down and that's all I see are his feet. <laughs> dangling from the, the end of that little pew looking bench. And I just look and I walk past and there's this shit all over the wall from the toilet. And I look over at Glenn and I'm like, babe, you, you all right? <laughs> you don't understand like. As it as it as it got going, like I'm sitting down, it was kind of calm, but that shit started hitting, and I'm like, "Oh shit! Oh oh sh- oh shit! Oh sh- oh shit!" And I'm trying I to hold myself. Was, you make it sound like we were in the middle of a storm, and I promise you, like maybe it felt that way to you, but it was not that bad. <laughs> Moral of the story is: don't take his ass on a boat, okay? Like he is Look, not ready. I- <laughs> Don't I just do don't, it. I won't have to shit. Do That's the problem. I'm gonna hold that until I fucking get back on land. There is no way. There's just no way. I'm never going with your ass on a boat again. <laughs> Unless it's a bigger fucking cruise nope. ship or something. Mm-hmm. That was some bullshit. Is what that was. <laughs> uh, what did we eat that morning? I mean, really? You think I remember that? Seven years ago for bre- I'm sure it was back when I was still cooking, so you can blame that on me. <laughs> it was your French stuff, French toast. That's what we do. That shit was banging. And it banged my colon. That's why shit was all out. Mm. So there you go. Yeah. That that was more of our adventures. <laughs> you know a little too much about us now, I think. But yeah, I'm a little worried. You're welcome. Worried about Denise, because she's going to... I'm sure she's going to open. Let me tell you, the, the one, my favorite one is mom, when when girls would come to the door, teenager, about, I don't know, 16, 17, they would knock on the door. So everybody knew, you know, respect-wise, like, hi, Miss Brown. I'm so-and-so, you know, is Glenn here? <laughs> my mom would look you up and down, shut the door, and then you hear her scream, Glenn, one of your hoes is at the door. <laughs> <laughs> or the phone. Uh, or the phone. Uh-huh. Yeah, the phone was the best where you would call and like, I miss Brent. So, give you guys a little history, if you remember. So, remember, obviously, we knew, you know, the old school, the phone on the wall. Then you had that long-ass curly cord, if, if you remember. Then you went to cordless phones, where you had that big-ass and metal antenna that you would pull off from the top. Kind of like a little mini sword. So we, we had those. Well, the problem was mom got tired of every time the phone would ring, it would be for me. You know, it would, it, phone rings, she'd pick it up. She's like, hello. And I'm like, hi, can I speak to Glenn? And then she'd be like, <sighs> and she'd be quiet. So she wouldn't say like, you know, yeah, hold on or here or anything. She just kind of sit there. You know, I don't know if she was waiting for you to just be like, hang up or what. But she wouldn't say anything. You know, and if I didn't catch it, then that's when I would be like, you know, Mom, give me the phone. So then what she ended up doing, and I don't even know if you guys remember this, where your phones would have, it'd be the same, it'd be two different numbers, but the ring at the house would be different. So it'd be one ring would be one number, but then it would be like short ring, 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 that would be my number. So she got me a separate line to where she would tell everybody to call that number. But then what she would do is to fuck with me. She'd pick up that mine. So she'd pick it up, and I'm like, Mom, hang up the phone. It's for me. You know, and she'd be like, bake me. I ain't going to do it. You ain't shit. I'll do what I want to. Who is this? You know, and they would be like, you know, hi, it's whatever name. And she, you know, then she'd fuck with me, um, you know, make up a name, you know, Stephanie. I don't know a Stephanie. What is, is, 
definitely the little redheaded girl that was here last night. I thought her name was, you know, you know, whatever. You know, and it'd be, Mom! You know, you know, then that would fucking, who is that? Who, who's she talking about? Who's over at the house? You know, and then you see Mom over there, just, <laughs> you know, and she hang up the phone. She was notorious for that. I don't doubt it. Who was I when we first met your mom? Okay, so the very first time I met his mother, we went out to eat at a Mexican restaurant, one of her favorites, and on our way out, Mary, Mary. I was Mary, so on our way out to the car to leave, his ex rolls up with one of the kids, Gavin, so Gavin comes up, and then she walks around the corner, and his mom must have frozen, like, I don't... I don't understand to this day the power the woman has, but, you know, they're like, hey, oh, oh, hey, 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 this is Mary. This is my friend Mary. And I was like, no, I'm Rochelle. It's nice to meet you. Sugar hand. Uh, and I just kind of looked back at Glenn, and mom was like, I just froze. I, I don't know. I just froze. Yeah, I just froze. I didn't know what to do. Why'd you put me in that predicament, son? I blame you. Mm-hmm. What the damn predicament? You just said who the hell she was. Mm-hmm. What's it like? She's an ex. It's no big deal. Mm. <laughs> she just kind of looked at me. Mary. It was Mary. Mary. Yep. But I have many names in that family. I still, I get Raquel. My name still to this day is Raquel. Raquel's when you ghetto when you get That's Raquel. your mama. Your mom calls me that oh, yeah, all the yeah, time. I am still Raquel. Mm-hmm. And then some of your other family says Rochelle is too black. So I'm Rachel. Rachel. That's, so I'm Rachel. Because that's, that's white. That's whiter. Rachel. Rachel. How's, how's Rachel doing? <laughs> how's, how's Rachel doing? Which is fun. I mean, it's fun. Whatever. The things your family has put me through. His aunt, which is cool. Don't get me wrong. But we were, again, just moved in together. She met me for the first time, I think, what, a week or two prior? I think. I think. Anyway, at his mom's house. Met me, and she had all high ambition because she heard Rochelle and thought I was a black girl. So I, I crushed their dreams when they met me, and I was white. Well, she she proceeds to call him one evening that we were living together at that point. Tells him to turn on the BET channel. There was a Black Women Rock, I think, on. and says, here, here's some women you should be with. You need to pay attention, Glenny. I about lost my shit, y'all. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Not a lot of things get under my skin, but I was like, come on. I mean, you're going to call in my, this is half my house. And talk about the women he needs to talk to. Go ahead and get them women then, Bo. <laughs> shit. Yeah, That's crazy shit. We're cool now. but I No, mean, no, but, but again, mm-hmm. like, everyone that truly knows me knows that, like, so for an example, um, Drink it all. So, Bringing it back memories I need to drink. Um, so growing up, kind of around where the Fresh Prince was out and stuff like that, obviously my nickname was Carlton. That was that was me. And, and the funny shit was, the person who actually gave me that nickname was Randy. Randy was, that just passed. Mm-hmm. Randy was the one to get, and he would just fucking laugh. Every, it's like, I would walk into somewhere and he would see me and just start laughing. He's like, what's up, Carlton? You know, it, it just loses shit. So that was the the thing. So when it came to 
I mean, hell, you know, black girls in general would, would that would be the thing they would in high school. It would be like, you know what, Glenn, you're cool, you're all right, but you just act too white for me. Just because Michael Bolton comes in my soul doesn't mean anything. I, I don't understand that, you know. So, so that that was so. I, it really, it, the the closest one I think that I, I ever dated was, and she was half black, half Hawaiian, and one that I cannot. Milani Kalani or some shit like that. That was just like I think that was eighth or ninth grade. I was freshman. That was freshman year. That was just like one year, and that, that was pretty much it. After that, it was the Rainbow Coalition. You, you, you name it, it was pretty much. And and my aunt. We don't need to know about all that, okay? We know you didn't pass much, by. <laughs> That's another podcast. We'll that talk about that later. Podcast. Glenn's dirty secrets. Mm-hmm. Um, so my aunt would always, you know, she would give me shit, like you know, there ain't no pretty black girl around or. Any shit like that, so I'm sure when she heard, you know, well, who's Lenny with now? Oh, you, you'll love her. Her name's Rochelle. Rochelle? Oh, hell yeah, Rochelle. Oh, Just yeah. Just a look of disappointment when you walk in a room, and I'm like, well, damn. She's she's still looking out the window, looking out the door, waiting for Rochelle to walk in. You, 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 you must be Rachel, her friend. But where's Rochelle? Bougie-ass white people. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's still Rachel. <laughs> so, yeah, that was... Uh, and... This is going to be another 40, almost 45 minutes of nothing mini-trucking or car shows and shit like that. We talked a little bit about stereo. Why do you have me on here, then? Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. We it, bullshit a lot. We do. We give do. me we, bullet we, points if we, you want me to stay on point. <laughs> right. I'm going to give you cue cards. Just, Please. Just yeah. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. <laughs> um, so we've got a couple things coming up. Um, and I've got a buddy of mine, which I'm going to post on, on the, the group thing, too. Next weekend, locally, everybody, locally here in Greenville, um, Spartanburg, there is a group that they're starting their own like all truck club. They're having like a pretty big meet. Um, I'm gonna post that up. It looks like it's gonna be pretty cool. I I don't think I'm gonna be able to make it because I'm gonna be at Disney's show. Um, but I want to put that up just for the the local thing. I think it's gonna be here soon that we're gonna have to do another one. Um, I'm kind of thinking it might be more of just a meet. Slash, we might actually do maybe even a show. I don't know yet, but I want to kind of get things kind of going with that at the um, Quaker Steak and Lube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, kind of our spot. Um, you know, after oh oh, Slamology was this weekend too. Um, okay. So TC, all them boys were you know Jose were posting up some badass pictures. That's that's gonna be the problem is. Most of the time, those run together, and both of them I, I have not still been to, and I want to go to. Slamology is in Oklahoma City. Down for Dennis is in. Um, I got West my Virginia. peeps. You could go run out to Oklahoma. Oh, <laughs> so that was, and I was kind of hoping, you know, a little bit that they might have been done 
and we would have went to Slamology, you know, but thank God that they weren't done. So... That's right. You ain't got no weekends for a hot minute. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> um, yep, boy. You know, but those are definitely, you know, I mean, that Slamology just looked just killer. You know, another cool-ass show. I think it was at a, a, a casino. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So just kind of checking that out. Um, yeah, we, I want to, you know, coming up here soon, I want to talk a little bit more um, just as a scene-wise of, of different things. Uh, you and I talked. I want to start. Um, I'm going to start getting with people and... I want to call and just talk with people about their rides, kind of spotlight mm-hmm. them with their rides and what they've done to sell. So builder spotlight credit to Rochelle. Yes. Boom. <laughs> I'm the so, brain behind it. Okay. He might have the personality, but understand. That's why you have me on here. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're going to start that next week. Um, I'm going to start calling a couple people, you know, and, and, cool. and not even, you know, it's nothing. I just want to know, you know, what you've done, what you're interested in doing, and, you know, what are the future plans? Because a lot of times, a, a lot of us will walk past something and not even realize what you've done. You know, so I, it's kind of, you know, some vehicles I still go past and I notice something new, you know, each time. So it's, that's going to be my, and I want, you know, not even just the finished ones, the ones that you're still working on. You're under construction, like, um... I was an under construction guy for a long time, and that that was my jam. Like, I rode primer. Primer was my shit. Like, I would change colors to primer, depending on the holiday. Like, that was my thing. Sweet God. So, <laughs> so are you know, still under construction? What's the qualification for? I mean, you're still in the middle of your build. It's not complete the way you want it to be. Not you have to be at least uh, what's it ninety percent primer. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, as you're working on, but it has to be primer. That was mm-hmm. the the main thing back then. It is ninety okay. percent, and that's where mine was one hundred percent primer. When it came to you know holiday, you add a little lacquer base paint with the the light gray primer. You got your color. That's how you got the green, red. That was like Valentine's. You got the orange. That was you know Halloween. <laughs> you had your different one. So finally, I painted it polka dots. But before that, when that dude was taking off all that primer, that was the funniest shit in the world. He was like, am I ever going to see the metal on this fucking thing? Keep saying it. It's down there somewhere. <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> but yeah, guys, I, I want to definitely, I, I want to kind of change up a little bit and have a segment of that. And so um, I'm going to start hitting up people. And hopefully people are... You know, be interested in telling us a little bit about their rides. Um, I'm working on something. Hopefully, we got a surprise for next next week's episode. I'm hoping it, it it'll come out. We'll we'll just wait and see. Hopefully, but I think that one's gonna be a really cool one. I'm really excited about that one. So we'll see for number six, number six, six. That'll be a good one. Channeling Bubba G. Uh, no. That wasn't your country voice? That wasn't my country. The Sayix? Sayix? That's what, my country. Sayix? Sayix? The face you just made. Sayix? Sayix? 
<laughs> Telling you you need to record your ass when you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, there you go. We're almost in an hour. Mm-hmm. I've got about 15 minutes with Dizzy. And I think I've got about another 45 minutes with um, Jonathan. So we're not gonna have we're not gonna have Bubba G on this week. I don't know what he's got going on, but he's gonna be quiet this week. We'll catch up with him. Maybe Shocking. next week. Yeah, I know. Keeping that motherfucker quiet. Um, we'll have to see. But again, you know, um, we appreciate everyone listening. And like I said, I, I'm having way too much fun. Um, I know a couple couple people were talking about other things that we we should be having on. And I'm, and I'm telling you guys, he still hasn't answered me back. I, I sent the message to him. Um, a certain S10. We still haven't heard anything. Waiting to find out. If, if y'all talk to him, tell him, uh, tell him hit me up because this is. I almost shouldn't do this because this is kind of cruel, but it'd be funny. So we'll, we'll have to see how that goes if he if he comes on. I don't know. I don't think he's gonna answer because I'm sure by this point he's figured it out. But we'll see. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, again, thank you, thank you guys for listening. We are enjoying ourselves and. You know, even if it is the five or ten people that are listening, we appreciate y'all. <laughs> <laughs> My, uh, our loyal five to ten people. But, um, yeah, if anybody, like I said, has anything that they want to talk about, want to come on, I- I'm I'm open. What about the panel that you were wanting to start? I know there's well, a few questions that he's wanting to, he was talking about having like a panel to discuss it. Okay. Which I'm thinking we could do uh, on... Um. Well, okay. All right. So what? A couple things have been coming up, and I'm sure we've all talked about it, and we've all had the difference between, um. At shows, and judging, what 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 are we looking at in the judging? Who's judging? What are the criterias? You know, how is that all being done? And and it's kind of. You know, some people are like, look, it's my show. I'm going to judge it the way I want to. You know, kind of, if you don't like it, you know, they don't come. I get that at that point. And I know we have, like, our um, mini truck hall of fame and all that stuff. I was telling Rochelle what would be kind of cool is to have, like, a five-person panel that would have one from kind of each circle. So you would have, you know, one from the mini truckers, one from the lifted, one from the... Um, stance guys, um, just just one from each, and they all come up with a almost like a bible of rules of everything. So no matter what show we went to, we already know that they're sticking with that bible when it comes to you know shows. You know, so if a show is doing a top you know top whatever, what is your criteria on how you're voting on that? You know, how you're judging. And I know everybody can sit there and say, I'm not going to shows for trophies. I'm going to hang out with my friends. That's fine. I get that. But there are people out there that, you know, are going. And and the thing that you guys also aren't understanding is these shows are putting out some badass trophies and some badass awards. So, yeah, you're going to want the awards. Let's be honest. You know, so we all don't know what is the criteria to know to have to, you know, to maybe win one of these awards. You want to win them. I mean, these these guys are making... 
I mean, call it what it is, damn, scraping the coast. Like, I want one of those fucking surfboards. Yes, I want one of them. What am I going to have to do to get one? I mean, fuck, that's Feltham is the one painting them. He's fucking awesome. I want one of those fucking, um, I want one of them. So what is it going to take? Let's just call it what it is. So what do we do? You know, how, how do we go about doing that? So that's what we came up. We were sitting there talking about having a panel and kind of making, you know, the idea of if you decide to do whatever, these should be the criteria, you know, and it's, it's hard to wear, you know, a lot of guys now, you know, if it's not bodied on, you know, billets, you know, it's really not cool. You know, then you've got the old school guys, a lot of us, you know, my age and stuff that are bringing back the old school trucks. Um, you know, they're 30 years or more older. They're, you know, they're mini trucks. So they're, they're driven everywhere. They're not, you know, they're not trailers. So how, how do you, is that what is considered an old school build? You know, just, there's so many questions. Like, you know, are, are we ever going to talk about it? Like who, who or how are we going to do that? And, and I think at some point, that's going to have to be brought up. And it's not the point of everyone fighting and, you know, I'm, we're not here to call names and we're not here to bitch about who's trophy chasing and who's hanging out with shit or, you know, I'm just going to the show to hang out with my friends. We're, we're all past that. We're adults. We're just saying that if you're going to put up a badass trophy, what is it going to take? What do I need to know to do? So as I'm sitting here at home and, and we're trying to map out what shows are we going to go to, yeah, I know I'm going to see my friends, you know, when we go to Sparks. That's fine. But at the same time, there might be a show over on the West Coast. You know, it's not the point. I'm going over there to see friends. Obviously, we're meeting new people. So, yes, we're going to go over there. But, you know, what What? What are the rewards? You know, they might be giving something away. There are some shows that give out cash. Come on. I We all want cash. So, I want to go to get, you know, go to that show for cash. What is it going to take? So, that's pretty much... I. And, and this has been a conversation that everyone goes over and over and over and the difference between, you know, as a promoter, you know, it's easier to do the top whatever versus doing, you know, classes and everything. So we're not, we're not pointing fingers. We're not trying to, you know, cause a fight. We're thinking that if you had a panel that kind of came up with just a general rule, then we know. You know, I, I remember back in the day, there was a sheet of paper that you had that you did cleanliness was what the, what the, how we judged it. So when I went to your, you know, it had engine, it had interior, it had, you know, outside bed, you know, it was like one through, I think five or one through six, you know, and then depending on what you had was depending on the class, you know, so obviously somebody coming in here that's, you know, just a static drop. And, you know, he's got wheels and, you know, maybe two tens in the back. Obviously, he's not going to be going up against the guy that has the tilt bed, airbags, you know, uh, convertible, you know, type. That's a different class. But each class was voted on who had to clean. And that was then back then what we fought about at that point was then it was you had your toilet queen. Your trailer queens, trailer, trailer queens <laughs> coming in that, you know, they don't, they're not everyday driven. You had the guy, the younger guys coming in that they drove to work, drove it to the show, all that stuff. 
now now you have the choice of sitting there all day and cleaning it before the judge got there, you know, where the other guys just kind of wiped it down, then they enjoyed the show. So, it, so do you want people to reach out and say, I'm interested, or are you going to handpick people that you want to do this panel with? Oh, well, I, you know, that... I mean, not that they're going to agree to shit that you want, but even to have a discussion. Yeah, and I'd like, I think, you know, anybody who's who's up for the discussion, I think that, yes, you know, get in touch with me and say, hey, I want to be a part of the five-person panel, or it might be a bigger panel. Might we be have, 50. Yeah, we might have more people <laughs> on the panel. But, you know, I think at some point, without getting everybody pissy, I think we can have an adult conversation and and let's let's talk about it. You know, the, the only way we're going to figure out anything is to talk about it and just see where you know if there's a resolution or what can be done. So I mean, I don't know. And again, these were just things you know we were sitting around talking about. And all right, so I don't know where the hell it stopped at. They got tired of listening to your bullshit, bullshit for the hour. <laughs> it, it stops at an hour. Recording. So, um, again, just real quick, we'll we'll figure all that out with the thing. I don't know if we we're gonna do it. Maybe a video of it, you know, stream it with all of us talking. We can do it at a garage. We can do it at a show. Whatever. We could do it at, through a Zoom, where everybody can just log in with their cameras on, and mm-hmm. you have multiple people. You could do it at a show, but the audio may not be as great. Right, be shit. But either way, if you have questions you want answered you're interested hit him up yeah i think we'll try it and see but that's been the hour this is our our <laughs> episode, weekly bullshit our weekly bullshit of episode five um coming up next like i said we got dizzy giving us the recap of down for dennis which i heard was a badass show and again i apologize to the power couple um we just we didn't make it um after that the homie jonathan is going to come on and tell us about Slam Fest, which also just, y'all, we didn't even talk. He also does Underground Scene Magazine. Like, we didn't even mention that. And and I don't know why, so I blame you, Jonathan, because you should have said something about it. But it's cool. Not a big deal. We'll catch it on the next one. Uh, we got still plenty of time. We'll, we might get together again as it gets closer to Slam Fest, because I think that's in October. So, got a little bit of time. So we want to say I, again, we appreciate everybody listening, all five of y'all. Um, y'all enjoy yourselves, enjoy the week, and we got Boo Boo's birthday coming up, so gonna be you know a little bit of next week with that, hopefully. But like I said, hopefully I got my my good shit going on, so we'll see. Anything else, Boo? Because we we about to roll out. I think we've given enough. We've given enough. I think we've given enough. We more have, than enough. We have given more than enough for tonight. <laughs> All right. And well, then I guess we're going to be heading out. Last words. Uh-uh. We, we out. Peace. We got Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Uh, don't I, judge me. Like, I don't need your judgmental you, you need to work on your, your outro. Like, Maybe you, I will. Work okay. on that outro. Work on them dishes, and then I could be working on this shit, okay? Hey. Oh, now you're going to cut me off. I'm going to cut her ass (laughs) off right now. Fuck Fuck them dishes. We out.
Yeah, here we are, folks. We're, we're, what we're going to do now is we're going to do a recap. We're going to back up some since my terrible ass didn't get a chance to get to uh, down for Dennis this past weekend in Princeton, West Virginia. I had to call my man with with boots on the ground there, tackling everything, seeing what the hell's going on. My man, Dizzy. Dizzy, what you got going on, man? Oh, just chilling, getting ready for a show coming up this this upcoming weekend. Show? What kind of show? Ain't sure, no damn no. show this weekend. What are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> 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 I don't remember anymore. <laughs> yeah, I hate to start that down for Dennis with us, buddy. Yeah, I, man, I, you know, like I was telling you earlier, it's just, I, I'm I'm getting to that point to where I'm I'm really going to start, you know, going to work, talking in that slave voice and just be like, I was a here, massa. I sit here to ready to work. Oh, it's me. But I, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be ready to do my, my part to help my company. Good Lord, man. It's just, they're, they're killing me. So, so what did I miss? What did I miss? I, I saw, I see the pictures. I saw some nice ass shit where they're sitting in front of the Chevy dealership. I saw Teddy's truck. Um, I saw good old cookies and cream. Um, yeah. Uh, I saw good old Ed, you know, the, the poor, poor old exterminator, which I, yeah. I, I need to still, I need to get more info on what's going on because um, from looking and rumor has it, I think he's acquired a badass uh, Tahoe from a, a certain person that, that rhymes with smaller. Yes. Yes. So it is true. It, it, it is true. Saying it's true, I, I'm saying that I have seen pictures from the poor exterminator of a certain smaller. We won't say the last name, but yeah, yeah, I think it is true. He was there, and he didn't have it there, but I, I think it's there. I think it's true, bro. Like I, I, I got to get a hold of him. Like, why did he get rid of that damn Tahoe? Like that. When you see the Tahoe, especially with that big ass logo with uh, uh, what's his name on the back of it, which was funny as hell, Philip, and then yeah, he, he, <laughs> and then he gets rid of it. So, so uh, stay tuned, folks, because we're gonna get our asses. We're gonna find Mister Smaller Waller. You know, it's not gonna be the same with him with the new vehicle that he has doing the you know the the, the gas photo. It's just it's not gonna be the same. It's an even smaller Waller now. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah, because the vehicle, from my understanding, is very smaller than what the damn Tahoe was. Yes. I, I don't know if he wants it out there, but I do know what he got. Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of know, too, so that's why I'm not going to say anything. But uh, I understand, I will be calling you, Mr. Waller, and we're going to have a conversation about that because I, I, you, you need a good – I'm not going to – I'm not – I don't have the violence in me, so I'm not going to, like, kick you in the butt. I might pinch you. I might throw something at you, but you know we'll have to see. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, one thing I gotta say about Dow for Dead. One thing that I liked is when you first walked in uh, on the dealership. So they had like the grass out front, but there was these circle concrete pads, and so like Eddie was parked up there with cookies and cream, and there was a new C8 Corvette, uh, the, the bagged one that we've all been seeing. It was laying out there. So that was super cool. Like you got to highlight those vehicles. So that was pretty neat. 
Nice. And then nice. the the variety that was out there was amazing. You go down one row and it was bag vehicles. Go down another row, row and it was like must sixty five Mustangs. The next row over, there was lifted trucks. There was everything out down there down for Dennis. Nice. So it was just a one day show, correct? Yes, it was Saturday only. Yeah, see, God, I hate that I missed it. That you know that that's why I call them the power couple. You know, Mr. Darrell Poe and Miss Nikki Poe. They're they're like the the uh, Jay Z and Beyonce of our mini trucking scene. <laughs> The strong power couple. So I, I definitely I'm 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 gonna do my damnedest to to hit it up next year because it just the pictures it looked awesome, um, just the things there. Uh, I saw some really cool pictures of different people's rides out there. Um, we're definitely I, I've been talking with Rochelle. I want to do I'm gonna do something a little bit different. I want to start talking to different people about their rides and kind of like do a a specialty where people tell me about the ride, you know, because a lot of times I see things and I might walk around it and sometimes I miss things. You know, when I talk to them, they tell me, oh, yeah, did you check that out? But I think I want to start getting more in depth with, you know, just a simple, you know, each person that has a, a vehicle and just kind of do a little segment on that. I, I've seen so many different rides and like I really want to take a look at that damn Corvette, like that bad Corvette, man, like I, last time I saw it was at Mini Nats, so that damn thing was badass. Oh, it's killer. Yeah, and I think if you go in-depth with the people about their rides, I mean, there's vehicles I've seen over the past three years 40 times each, and I still learn something new every time at a show, so that would be a that's a pretty cool little uh, segment that you'll have. Yeah, I think it w- I think we're going to do that, man, because it, I, I want to kind of celebrate the people also because – you know, everyone's putting in their sweat and time into these vehicles, and you know, sometimes I I, I walk right past, don't even notice it. Like uh, even with cookies and cream, he does just the little small, minute things that you don't even recognize unless you really, really take a look. And so every time I talk with Eddie, he's like, "Oh yeah, I did this. You did what?" He's like, "You didn't even notice, did you?" No, man. What you know? What what, what the hell? <laughs> cookies and cream is so on point. Every time I see it, I stop and look at it. And like you said, there's always something new. Oh, yeah. So that truck is so gorgeous. Yeah, it, it's it's just one of those. And, and it's funny because, like, I was digging through my pictures, you know, again, to post up on that. Um, I was in a car and truck club in the 80s and 90s that Chris Anders. And yeah. I've got when he had Scandalous back at, at Nopi. Like, I've saw that damn thing and that's when i had my mazda and i fell in i mean the shit that he you know he did everything was just shiny and clean on it it was like a complete low rider you know type of style and didn't know who he was and i think in the picture because i'm trying to find it he was standing there but i don't think he had the beard and i just kind of laugh and you know here we are now to this day here we are you know um, brothers in the same club and, and we joke and talk and and it's just like you know, it's like, man, if I can go back in time, it's just funny. You know, I've, I think I've got the picture of it. And it's just kind oh, of yeah. one of those things, you know. But back to down for Dennis. I, it, um, I like, I really, I like the venue. Like the, the, the Chevy dealership. And I heard, you know, the way he was talking that this, you know, with obviously with COVID and all the craziness, 
there wasn't a lot of vehicles there. So it, it was a good point on, on us because we had more room to park. So, I mean, it was pretty much, you know, good enough space for everybody. Yeah, so like they had like uh, when you if you're looking at like if you when you first pull in on one side they had all the new vehicles and then in the back they had some new vehicles and they gave Daryl and his crew the entire left side of the dealership so there was was more than enough room for vehicles it's definitely a great location when I heard that it was going back to the dealership because last year it was at a, a baseball park. And I thought that was awesome. And uh, I was like, well, he's going back to the dealership. I was like, it's going to be hot. Here we are, West Virginia. But it wasn't. It wasn't hot. Every now and then we get in some nice overcast, so the, the weather was perfect for them. As a matter of fact, the weather was so great that they finished awards and a thunderstorm rolled in and got everybody off the showgrounds for them. Nice. You, you could <laughs> That's that's perfect. So it was just like after awards was done, instead of everyone like, all right, y'all got the y'all got the got to leave. <laughs> you had that big thunderstorm that, that I got to use it, man. I, I got to use it now. Where it was just, this is the Lord. You must leave. <laughs> that's awesome. That is yeah. Because I saw, I think, um, gosh, I forget who it was. They had posted, you know that. They got an award, but it was like on their dash, and you could just see the monsoon, you know, that came down because it was like, I mean, you couldn't even see through the windshield because they were inside their vehicle when they posted up the picture. We lucked out, me, my wife, and uh, Robbie Williams, like probably right in the middle of awards, right towards the end. He's like, hey, let's head out. Let's go down here to this diner and get there before everybody else. And so we got to the diner, and it just downpoured. So we just hung out in the diner until it was done before we headed home. Nice. Couldn't ask better. <laughs> so how was uh, how was date night? That's what I wanted to ask you also. Y'all, y'all enjoy yourself? We did. We actually uh, we went and seen the, the Suicide Squad, which if you're a comic junkie, uh, to definitely go watch. Um. We had we, we had the opportunity to watch it at home, but no kids. It was like let's actually go out and do something. So we really enjoyed ourselves and uh, got home, went to bed, and then got up in the morning and head to West Virginia. Awesome. So so I hear that when you were there at the show, you you were uh, playing a little dog the bounty hunter too. How how did that come about? <laughs> okay, so as it was reported on. Uh, as it was reported. <laughs> uh, my uh, my Intel people, uh, Ruben and Jason Ballard, let me know that we might have a, a smut, smut bandit running around down there in Naples, Florida, <laughs> snacking magazines out of their mail. So they, they assigned me to the task since I was going to down for Dennis to catch them. And uh, sure enough, it was one Mr. Mike, Mike the Mayor Murray and I gotta say, he he was an easy grab. He, as soon as I confronted him, he's like, "You know, what, man, just take me in," <laughs> and handcuffed him and put him in the back of a car, and and I and I and I forgot him. I left him out there. Oh, so yeah. I don't know where he is. Oh, see, he he might have escaped. He might be back down in Naples, 
running amok again. Uh oh, we we might have to put out another APB. Yeah, we're we're gonna make some uh some stickers of the the, the official Smut Bandit image so that we can post them up and see if we can catch him again. I mean, he might still be in the back of this car handcuffed. I don't know. <laughs> you left him in the back of the car. He's probably, hopefully it wasn't too hot, you know, to have that little scenery. <laughs> I left the window cracked. He's fine. Oh, then he's good. He's good. Yeah. <laughs> I, so when you confronted him, did you at least confront him like the old, old school Chris, Chris Hansen days where it's like, you know, why don't you come in from, okay, can we, let's have a talk. <laughs> Mr. Murray, come have a seat. Right. Let's talk about <laughs> No, actually I snuck up on him. He looked at me and I was like, smut bandit and pointed at him. <laughs> he turned around and I had Robbie Williams and Robbie Williams stands a good six, three, six, four. So as soon as he turned around, little Mike Murray was like, I'm done. And he just gave up. Yeah, he he, he kind of knew he had no no chance. Yeah, no chance whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Robbie Robbie's a large man. He's definitely someone who you don't want to tackle with. Um, so I, I get it. I get it. I guess that's good. I I wanna I wanna extend our our thanks and our gratitude for you at least getting the smut bandit off the streets. I'm sure everybody in Naples is happy to know that they'll actually be able to acquire their porn and different magazines without having to worry about getting them or not getting them. And if they do get them, they'd probably be sticky. So that, that that's a plus. So we just want to say thank you. We, we appreciate you know all that you guys have done for us this weekend. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, hey, look, well, I, I want to end this. You know, before we get too far and get in trouble, let, let's talk. We, we only got a couple more days, man. Is there, is there anything else we want to touch on um, for the show, for the Sparks? Make sure that everybody knows, you know, coming in on Friday, what, what, and anything else that we miss or you want to touch on? Uh, let's do the Friday gates open at nine o'clock pre party, or we'll, we'll go Friday is nine to five. Then we're staying back and hanging out at the grounds. Pre-party will officially start at 6. Cornhole starts at 7. Stay till 9. And then uh, next morning, we'll open the gates up again at 8 and 8 to 5. And then it is now official. Uh, if you look up on the Spark Show, I, I think I posted it today. We're going to do the cruise from the Wonderworks. We're all going to meet up down there at 8 p.m. And then uh, hang out and let everybody gather up, and then we're gonna we're gonna leave there and stack them three wide and cruise all the way through Pigeon Forge and come back back. And then uh, Sunday gates will open at nine a.m. And then we'll probably do awards around one ish or so. Okay, I think that's all. So the awards are gonna be on Saturday, or is that Sunday? Sunday. Sunday. Okay. All right. Well, hey, like I said, man, I, I'm going to do my damnedest because I, I, I can't, can't miss two of them in a row. And it's a point of we've had too much fun where I, I can't be involved. And, and plus, I, I've got some things in the works with my buddy to make sure that, you know, DJ Mays, him and I have a little thing going on. So I got to make sure I be there for that. 
You have to be there for that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not thinking about it. I'm in a point oh. I'm telling you, man. That's all we'll say. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you are going to have to get to the show to understand what the hell we are talking about. <laughs> Maybe. We might keep it so secret that no one will even notice that we're doing it. Because we're going to hide you in the barn to do this. So who knows? Now I'm intrigued. <laughs> uh, you'll see when you get there. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, look, buddy. I Again, it, it's always a pleasure talking. And I appreciate you and everything that you do. You know, everybody make sure to get to the show. Um, I hope to see you this weekend. And we have got a lot to talk about. You know, once we get there to the show. So make sure if you need anything from me, don't hesitate to holler. And like I said, man, we'll definitely we'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Dizzy out. Dizzy is out. I appreciate it. All right, guys, here we are. We are ready for another great, great interview with a great person here. We're going to be talking about, you guys guessed it, you're ready, Slam Fest. You hear me, Slam Fest in Florida, Tampa. So, Mr. Hawkins, let's get this going, man. I'm excited. I'm ready ready to talk about this. How are you doing, brother? Not bad. I'm on this wonderful Friday, just the end of the work week, you know, ready for the weekend. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> So wait, before before we jump into into Slamfest, tell us a little bit about you. Like what what got you started in this scene and then got you into, you know, doing the Slamfest show? Um I got into the scene through the import car scene back years ago and um went from there and joined the club. Uh Gulf Freeze here locally and like a little bit before I joined them is when I was introduced to the truck side of the industry Rothar, and that was actually going to Slamfest years ago um, back in the two early 2000s I believe it was or might have been before that um, that I got introduced to the truck side and bags and that's when bags were first coming out and air shocks and stuff. It was real popular with the fender flares and all that still. And um, that's how I got introduced to the scene. Um, from there, it just progressed and um, went into shooting show coverages and whatnot all over and traveling and meeting everybody more and more new people every show and that's how it goes. And the rest is history. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely, the uh, import side of it is crazy because um, I kind of went crazy last night on posting up some old pictures that I had on one page um, that 
if I was in a car or truck um, truck club in the 80s and 90s that uh, Chris Anders started on Facebook. And looking back on all the cool imports and thinking about the kids nowadays, and they're like, you know, we just do like the bolt-on stuff and, and different things. And I'm remembering, you know, our our generation was, you know, shaving, changing things, and just going nuts, you know. And and I'm I'm enjoying seeing what the kids are doing, but man, I I miss those times, man. It was just I kind of went all went a little overboard last night because I've got so many different albums of different shows of all the years, and it's just crazy, you know, and the cool part about it is afterwards when I post the pictures up to see how everybody remembers it and they, you know, tag their friend and then they just start their stories, you know, remember on our way there, you know, and getting, you know, drinking and and just all the, the cool stories that this, again, that's the thing that I love about with this, with the podcast and bringing things about is getting everyone's story, you know, that the scene and how it brought everybody together and the fun times and just, man, I, I love this, you know, and that, that's the, I, I was excited about talking with you about Slamfest because it's just so big and, you know, it's a continuing show that, you know, people now can almost talk 20 years ago. Do you remember, you know, going and, and I can't wait because when we get there, that's kind of my thing. I want to talk to different people and, and see you know hear their stories on you know their trips to slam fest and you know they're they're just everything about it man so i, I i'm excited i think this is going to be real cool um my my slam fest thing was i think it was a couple years ago when you guys had it at gainesville um it was at the i don't know was a yeah know. it was at the fairgrounds right close to to the drag strip, I believe it was. Yeah, and see, my my aunt lives um, close to there, and the funny part about that was that was when I had just bought, I had bought a little suburban, well, not little, but a suburban that we were, you know, kind of fixing up and just ended up, you know, lowering it at the time because I wanted to bag it, and I told my wife I was like, look, I want to go, you know, to Gainesville. We'll see my aunt, and then we'll head over to the show. And her mom lives in Stark, so we ended up heading that way. But man, that show, just that one, because I think it was just one time, wasn't it, that you guys had it there? Because it had moved again yeah. after. It was um, it was in Tampa originally, and moved to Gainesville because of the um, the county in Tampa. The sheriffs were really bad. The cops were really bad. Um, it got kind of crazy because they were pulling people over left and right, and we couldn't deal with it anymore. And it's a totally different situation now. But that's why we went to Gainesville. We were there three years, I think it was, and then been back in Tampa since. No troubles as long as everybody behaves. Right. I mean, unless they're breaking <laughs> into buildings and, and stores and stuff, why? All the all the money and revenue that everyone's bringing in by coming to the city, you know, I, I can't understand why they they got crazy, you know, just pulling people over and stuff. I, I know our parents' generation never did like what we did with the vehicles and stuff, but it's just kind of crazy, you know. You think about it, just why would you? Unless the guys are doing shit that they shouldn't have, but 
I mean, just think of the revenue that you're bringing in for the city with everybody coming in. Right. And we had a couple problems at some hotels that were right across in front of the fairgrounds that it got really crazy. And the cops probably didn't like that either. And they knew what show it was affiliated with. (laughs) Right. That's probably why we had a problem. So, uh, you know, I think we're all growing up a lot more. And everybody's just kind of chill, just chill in the parking lot, go to hotel to hotel or whatever, and see who's all out and have a good time. Nice, nice. Well, hell, man, let's get into it. What What's this year, what, in this year 30, correct? Yes, it's a 30th anniversary, um, the longest-running show in the South. The only other show that I know that's, the longest running was Rezo, I believe, but it's not around anymore. Um, but we are the longest on this coast in the east, southeast. Um, we're expecting, we're excited and kind of scared at, at the same time. But, right. uh, because we know we're expecting a really big crowd this year. And what I wanted to let everybody know, too, with the show this year, we're losing some of our show space because we have concerts at the amphitheater on the same grounds, which is leased by the fairgrounds to the amp. And they have concerts from Thursday to Sunday which they're not until at night, but we're losing some of our spot for their parking. So it's going to be pretty cramped this year. We're expecting close to 2,000 or more people on show vehicles, the way it's looking right now. So everybody be be ready for cramped spaces. It'll be a little tighter this year. So. Yeah, but man, it's still, you know, with with what you guys. That's I definitely wanted to also talk about a little bit of what you guys have going on for the show itself and things that you guys are doing. Because it just looks like it's going to be fun, man. I mean, it, I, I've seen you know on the different media platforms, the different things popping up on what you guys have in store and people showing up. I, I, I think that that's definitely something we should talk about a little bit of what you guys got going on, man, because it's going to be a killer show. Um, yeah, with our, um, first of all, we're doing a giveaway truck. We thought we were trying to think of something to do for the 30th since it's a milestone, like some, most shows don't make it to that. Um, we're like, let's do a giveaway truck. So, we got a 2003, um, I think it is, S10, um, that we're having a bunch of different shops, bag it, do the interior, all that stuff. And we're going to be doing raffle tickets at the show. We're not going to be selling them online or anything like that. You have to buy your tickets at the show. They're 25 apiece. And whoever wins, you have to be present Sunday. 
at the awards for the announcement on that giveaway truck. And uh, the person we got the truck from will be there to sign the title over to you. Dude, that's so mine. That is mind <laughs> You guys are just giving away a damn truck for this show. And so let, let's make sure that everybody listening understands that, you know, to do this, you have to be there at the show. That's the only way you can get the ticket. You buy your ticket. And if you are chosen, you have to be there to be present that Sunday to get the truck. And the guy that you guys got the truck from will be there Sunday to sign the title over to you. And and there are some things that have been done to the truck. That, man, that, that is completely just mind-blowing alone. I mean, even even if you don't want to go, the fact of you have the opportunity, you know, to maybe get uh, a truck that's already well on its way, you know, bagged and stuff ready to go, man, that, that's probably right. $25 too, man. I mean, that's, that's awesome. That is awesome. Right. And all the money that we get from all the tickets and all, all the raffles on Sunday, um, we're going to give to a local charity. We haven't ch- uh, figured out which one yet, but we will be doing that. Um, none of that money's coming to us. So just to let everybody know on that part. Um, and we we are, besides doing that, there is no burnout contest this year because of the fairgrounds us tearing the concrete up and um, (laughs) wanting us to repair it and they're redoing the concrete on the ground this year so we'll have fresh concrete for the show I don't know how if it would be the whole grounds or if they'll have half of it done or whatever but um, but we will be doing the bikini contest on Sunday the club games are back. Um, we'll probably do the uh, limbo contest too. That'll probably be on Saturday. I'm not sure on what day yet on that one. And that's it so far for the events. Right, right. Yeah, because I think I, I definitely um, we've got about a week before I get this out for us to talk about what should probably be like the first week in August. But I know that as it gets closer in September, I want to also just kind of touch bases with you again, just to kind of remind everybody, because, you know, with all of us, after a week or a week or so, sometimes we kind of forget things. So I want to definitely get back with you as we get, as it gets closer to the show to just remind everybody, because I mean, it's just, there's so much, I mean, that show is huge and there's so much going on. And I mean, it's just, Killer, killer opportunities for everybody, plus just the fun, you know, definitely for sure. I mean, you guys are, are just killing it down there in Florida. And, I, I, you know, it's just I'm speechless at, at times on certain things, you know, and besides just the whole the whole truck thing, the giveaway, you know, but I enjoy the fact that these shows are now going back to the old days where we had all of the club events and the club, you know, games and stuff. Those were those were fun, you know. I'm still waiting for somebody to do the old school tug of war. We're still waiting on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, it, it, you know, we always think of different events to do for the club games, and we try to do stuff that's going to make people laugh and have fun and, you know, see it on video later on after the show, and they'll be like, I can't believe I did that. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That, that is exactly. <laughs> that was, we were, I was looking at one of the old photos I had, and I forget the, one of the shows, they had the old school, um, a jalapeno pepper eating contest. You know, this was oh, years back before, you know, everyone's getting into this, these damn hot ass ones that they're doing now. But even back then, just seeing their faces and it's all red and they're, you know, and you've got all those jugs of milk around there and just after they're, they're done and they're drinking the milk, then, you know, then they're, you know, up chucking all everything that they had just to see their faces. You know, and I'm laughing. And I'm like, you just imagine my kids looking at that like, Dad, that was you, you know? <laughs> That was, that was times when dad says those were the, the fun times. I had a blast, you know, but you're looking at all the pain in their face. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to tell everybody, too, they could go on the register. They can save a little bit of money. Go on minimadness.com. Um, scroll down to the bottom, hit the link. And you'll come up to the Slamfest page, and you can register up on that next page. Up on the top, it'll have a little drop-down for a vendor registration or a sponsor, if you want to be a sponsor. Um, we're open for all that stuff. We're open on vendors still, if you want to be a vendor. Um, we have our title sponsors. AccuWare, Aspire Auto Sports, and Horn Blasters. And we have a ton of vendors already. Just to name a few, we got Drop and Wear, Low Label, Driven Clothing, Hammered Weekend Wear, Mini Truckers Union, Girl Trucking all the way from Texas. Um, with Winter Fab. Um, just to name a few, um, well, we have more. Um, like we just got race lines going to be set up inside race line wheels. Um, I have Grinder TV inside. He'll be doing video all weekend of the whole show both days. Um, and we're going to be opening a little earlier. We haven't figured out the time on Friday. But we're going to be opening earlier because we're expecting a ton more people. So uh, if you guys want to mark off a spot for your club, do it for only for the how many vehicles you have coming. Don't do extra because if you're not there by a certain time Saturday morning, we're taking the tape down. Just gotcha. to let everybody know. <laughs> Which is fair, which is fair, because it's already bad enough that you guys have to watch out for your the space now, you know, and, you know, with all of us with, you know, mini truckers, we want to make sure that we got room for everybody in the club and everyone's always that last moment person that we've been up the night before drinking and then they don't, they wake up late. And we're all sitting there waiting on, you know, a few people that are still in that damn hotel sleep because they were up partying the night before and we're trying to save them their spot. So definitely... You know, get your shit together and make sure that everybody is there together because if not, you know, you're definitely going to be losing spots. So the, 
the moral of this story is is make sure you do most of your partying on Saturday. <laughs> Saturday night is when you do your party. <laughs> right. You can you all can come Friday, mark off your spot. If you want to leave your vehicles there you can. We'll have security all weekend. Um on site. So if you don't want to take it back to the hotel, if you know you're gonna be late coming in the next day, um that's a good idea because your vehicle will already be there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Plan ahead, people. Plan ahead is what we're saying because this is going to be a big show and you want to make sure just hearing, uh, you know, all the sponsors and everybody that's going to be there, man, it, it, it's going to be crazy. So you want to make sure and plan. You know, we always say there's certain shows that are party shows and then there are shows that, you know, you enjoy the show itself. And, you know, definitely partying is there, you know, even though some of us are so old now, it's just it's not in our cards as it used to be. Because if I drink so much, I'm going to need at least a week, to, you know, to recover versus the, the you know, day where we can drink until 4 a.m. and then 5 a.m. I'm up ready to go back to work. Yeah, those days have been gone for me. So definitely, you know, be, be ready for this, guys. You know, it's definitely a, a, a cool idea. Um, I love, you know, being able to come in on Friday to be able to drop your vehicle off and, and you know, do your thing and still know that once it's there, you know, you got security, you got everything covered, so I don't have to worry about it. I mean, it's kind of been a, a plus for my end. You know, but also, is, is there, so let me make sure, is there a deadline, Dom, do you guys know of for anybody that still wants to be either a vendor or um, even just, it? You, is there a time that they can register all the way up until the show, or is this considered pre-registration? You know, for sure, kind of just a, so everybody knows that they, you know, don't screw it up. <laughs> um, yeah, we we usually cut off pre-registration at the end of September. That gives us a few weeks to make sure our calculations are right on our numbers that we have so far and our vendors and all that that has come in. And it's only $40 right now. Um, PayPal puts a little fee on it, so it's like 42 to register your vehicle, so the show is pretty much cash only. I don't think we're doing any card machines or anything like that. Um, it's sixty day of show, so you're saving twenty bucks. You can go get something else at the show for twenty bucks. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you save yourself a shirt, you know, some stickers, some, something yeah. you can. <laughs> <clears throat> Well, perfect. And that, and that's kind of the thing I wanted to make sure that we, you know, we, we knew exactly cut off time for that because I'm, I'd rather save that money and pre-reg, you know, so we know for sure um, that to me, that's kind of two things. One that definitely I, I put that money in and that obligates me, damn it, I'm coming to the show. I don't care what's going on. I'm not going to waste that money. And then also the same aspect is I've, I've saved myself some money. So there's more you know, cool ass merch I can pick up when I'm there at the show. You know, and right. is that also the same thing for um vendors or anything till the end of, of September if they wanna you know uh, Yeah, pretty much. Um we we do take last minute vendors. Um depending on if we have the room this year. Um we might run out. We right. never know. <laughs> we have a ton already and we're losing some 
space, but not a lot, but that'll cramp some of the spaces for our stereo portion. So they're going to have to push into the show field a little on our stereo side. So, and we are having a stereo show for all you big bass heads, loud music guys. Um, you can register for that also on the website for the stereo portion. It's the same price, 40 bucks to get in. So, for the whole weekend. Nice. And, and see, that's, that's another little small dying thing that people don't, you, you hit shows that nowadays is be, it's getting to where it's just either a stereo show or just, you know, a show show. So now that you're able to be there and ha- have both, that I'm a ba- I'm a pretty bass head myself. Um, I'm not as big into it like I used to be, but you know I still I, I laugh because my wife is a bass head and I think that's how I had pretty much snagged her. But I kind of worry because <laughs> if somebody else comes along with some serious bass, I might end up losing her, you know, type of thing. Because she it doesn't matter where, where we are, and if you hear that, you know, that faint boom in the in the background. Right. I woke up and start looking around, you know, and I kind of look at her and laugh like, what you looking for, huh? What are you looking for? <laughs> you know, but I, I, that is definitely a cool thing. I love, you know, the bass shows, and, I, and I'm not getting into, you know, different categories and stuff. It's just as long as I can shake shit and knock shit off the wall, I, I'm, I'm happy with it. You know, I, I'm not getting technical anymore like I used to be. But that that's a cool option too. So we we're, we're looking at stereo, you know, the show itself, definitely, you know, the club games and everything that you guys got going on, you know, that awesome giveaway, you know, truck giveaway. That that's crazy enough alone. Um, what is there? God, if if I can ask, but if there's anything else you guys got going on that that's gonna be, you know, happening this awesome weekend, which you know we you didn't even, we didn't even say when 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 are we having Slam Fest. <laughs> <laughs> Slam Fest is October 9th and 10th um, for this year in 2021. Of course, for the 30th, um, the 8th on Friday is all of the setup day. You can, like I said before, you guys can come mark your spots off, hang out. Um, I know people will be coming in and out. Um, also, I wanted to hit on another couple little things with that um we are doing drive-through judging this year which we usually don't do to ease it and people that want to get judged can go and drive through do the drive-through judging so that'll be something a little different this year too with our show and we are doing all the major clubs or the clubs that usually come to our show, um, they're doing their own, building their own club pick trophies, and we'll be giving away at the awards on Sunday, too. So everybody knows. Nice. Yeah, we definitely, the the subject on the drive-through judging, um, I'm going to be honest, I haven't, I wasn't introduced to that until uh, the first time we went to uh, Scraping the Coast and got to sit down and talk with Greg, rest in peace. He, I, I completely love the concept of 
you know, you you get there, you roll through, you have the the you know drive through judging. Then after that, you know, you park and you've got the rest of the day to enjoy yourself walking around looking for you know whatever that you want to look at and enjoy during a show versus you know parking and waiting and you know waiting for the the judging you know the judge to come around and judge your vehicle. I I, right. I kind of like the concept. I love the concept to be honest. I think that's that is really, especially when you get to a point when you're as big as, you know, you guys, you know, are and as, you know, uh, Scraping the Coast was. I mean, you there's a lot of people, you know, so I, I love that concept. It's almost kind of, you know, you get it out of the way, now let's have some fun, you know, type of thing. So I, I think that's cool, guys. I think that will that will make right. everybody happy, you know, the, the judging aspect of it. You know, you won't have judges walking around all day in the hot-ass sun trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And, you just knock and, uh, it out. Right, right. And our, our drive-through judging will be under one of the domes by the main front building. So it'll be in the shade. So if yeah. you have to get out of your vehicle for them to look at it or whatever, and the engine and the trunk or whatever, it'll be in the shade. So <laughs> Awesome. See, hey, see that, again, you, all you're doing is, is just there, there's no – no wrong answers, man. Like you're killing it with everything that's going to everyone's just like, Oh, well shit. I, I, I'm good with that. I'm good with that too. You know, (laughs) (laughs) it's perfect, man. I'm I'm loving it. You know, it's definitely, definitely it. Um, I mean, really anything else? Um, not really. Um, that's about (laughs) it for the, for the, like, for the show info, the only other thing is our um I forgot to mention our our DJ is DJ Getlow. He'll be traveling all the way over. Um he's been our DJ the last three or four years, so he'll be playing the tunes all weekend and listening for him for announcements and for what's going on. Um he'll be in a little different spot this year where the burnout usually is, that's where we're putting the stage. So um, there's a lot more open. Everybody can hear him and the music and everything. So that's about it. We're excited to see everybody. And um, October's coming quick. So get those rides ready. And um, we'll have all major print magazines on hand. Um, Me and myself, I'm shooting for... Street trucks and C10 builders guide again. So get all those rides ready. Nice, nice. Yeah, that that's gonna be that's gonna be awesome. Just with the fact of having you know all of the media coverage there. Um, it, it's it's pretty cool, you know, to know that they're gonna be there. Um, that the couple things I okay. So one thing I want to add, you know, just to when you guys go back and. I don't know if you have like a committee or a, a group when you guys are talking about the show, but just let everyone know that um, I'm, I'm putting my hand in the basket right now that I, I love the fact that we have a bikini contest. Is uh, Again, that brings me back to like the olden days where, you know, all of us dirty ass men are screaming skin to win, you know, type of thing. Those are, those are great times, but I, I want to be a little bit more, you know, equal here and I want to put in my bid for it. We should also have a dad bod competition, you know, cause nowadays, you know, we're coming, 
we're coming to our point where the dad bods are in, man, and and the ladies love the dad. <laughs> so I think just when you talk to you guys and let them know, like if you think, well, what else did we add? You know what? I forgot. Said <laughs> something about the, the dad bod, you know. So just just keep that in mind. You know, you can put it way in the back. No, no big deal. I, I'm not out marching right. right now for the dad bod. But if you think about it, just just let them guys know that that was just my only little tidbit, you know, that I, that I want to add. You know, it. it God enough, there's really nothing else really to add to that show, man. It's going to be freaking killer, and, and I can't wait. You know, we're going to get there, and I'm definitely going to look for you, man, so we can at least high-five and and talk a lot. I know you're going to be busy, so I'm not going to, you know, keep up your time and stuff with it, but I'm I'm looking forward to the show. Um, definitely going to grab, man, a, a whole bunch of different merchandise that I'm looking for, too. So I, yeah. I definitely, I'm definitely, you know, stoked. I want everyone... We got the date, so everyone knows, you know, in October when to show up, you know, when to get your stuff together. We've talked about when when the deadline is for your uh, pre-registration to save yourself the $20. There's going to be a ton of vendors. The other thing, the main thing is everyone knows is is there's going to be a – it's not going to be as big as it was only because of space-wise. So make sure that you guys get your shit together and know that you have all your club mates and everyone's together. Because we're we're going to be cutting spaces. Because if your butt ain't there on Saturday when you're supposed to be, and you're all not together, we're taking that space. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, pretty much, I I mean that is, I I, I think we're good, man. I, I'm I'm hoping that you know it, it is going to be major, and I'm and I think it's going to be major. Because gosh, man, just seeing all the stuff that you guys are going to be doing, we're excited. Um. And again, you know, we'll definitely touch bases, you know, again, as it gets closer, just to remind everybody, because if they're anything like me, as soon as we hang up, you know, shit will just go out of their mind. So we'll definitely be reminding everybody again. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I want to thank you, man. I, I really appreciate you coming on and, and, and giving us all the, the juicy scoops on what's going on in Slamfest. And we are looking forward to it. And I mean, not not to mention just the, I don't know who does your um, the media coverage and just the different things that I see, man. I, those are those are cool too. I mean, again, I'm not a graphic designer, you know. So when I see those things, I'm just like, man, that's so fucking cool, you know. Just adding everything, and you know, I feel like a kid in a candy store alone just seeing those cool ideas. So whoever does those, you know, definitely give them a high five because they're they grab my attention, you know, and it's just, and that's the thing, you know, whatever that you put on there, you know, to grab that person's attention. And it's just like, if you don't at some time in your mind think, Oh hell, slam fest is coming on. Then you are completely <laughs> blind. Cause like all the stuff that I see is, is cool, man. So definitely I, I'm stoked. Um, you know, b- before we get off, I just want to make sure, you know, anything else that you want to thank or talk to or talk about before we, we head out, man. Uh, that's about it. I just we just want to thank our our Kaido sponsors, Acuair, Horn Blasters, and Aspire. Um, you can't really do shows without title sponsors and all the support from all of the vendors that come back every year. Dropping where it's been there since show one. Um, and we have a few other vendors that have been there almost all all the other years too, and even people in clubs that have been there either all the years or mostly. Um, we thank everybody's, you know, for their support and coming out, having fun, 
that's what it's all about and um try to keep it down to a minimum no trouble (laughs) if you cause trouble you you will get kicked out so just remember that we will have sheriffs on site so um everybody have a good time and get ready for the 30th anniversary of slime fest on october 9th and 10th in 2021 can't say anything more man that that is definitely (laughs) it the only other thing is that i will personally say that if you miss this show you're stupid because like it's gonna be crazy so i hope to see everybody there again mr hawkins i appreciate everything that you do and i know everybody listening appreciates it and dude we will definitely see you in october at slam fest yes sir that is the plan cool all right here hold on i'm gonna stop this and then we will continue on talking all right okay all right all right damn so you made it to the end of this episode Well, I hope you're not too severely damaged on what you just heard. But remember, you chose to listen. So on that note, we're going to be heading out of here. We're going to go do our thing. But remember, if you're ever out, see us out in public, see us at a show, come by. Say what's up. Give us a high five. Or I don't know, a slap on the ass. But next time, say hi. We'll see you later. See you next week.